You're tuned into America's radio, positive radio talk show, celebrating 21 years on the air. Welcome aboard, gang. David Essel in the box with you every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, 1-800-548-8255, You're listening to us live right now on XM Channel 168. And also streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. We are proud to be, our damn proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. Absolutely, 100% love to be with Premier. And if you have friends or family members that need a pickup, that need some information, some guidance on how to make life more fulfilling, more exciting, more joyful, healthier, whatever it might be, let them know that we are on the air for them as well, either on XM168 or they can listen on the Internet at talkdavid.com. Or if you're a, matter of a member of our text club, and I'll give you that information later in the show, you can listen to us live every Saturday on your iPhone, your Android, your smartphone. Technology rocks. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Uh, coming up in just about two or three minutes, Steve Olsher is going to be on. He's the author of the book Journey to You, a step-by-step guide to becoming who you were born to be. It was called by USA Book News, the self-help book of the year. Wouldn't that be rocking if you were a writer and your book was selected as the self-help book of the year? I'm going to talk to Steve about that. I think that's awesome. It says a hell of a lot about him and his book, doesn't it? So Steve's going to be with us in just uh, a minute or two. I I want to go to this first. This is an email that just came in about um, a young woman who wants to know why her best friend feeds off of gossip. It's gotten to the point where I feel I may have to leave the friendship. I've mentioned to her several times, but I have no idea why she's surrounding herself in this type of environment. And I want to tell you why. The answer is, why do we go- Why does anyone gossip at any age? Now, this girl is in her late teens, but, you know, there are people in their 70s, 80s, 90s that their whole life revolves around gossip and of course it changes it might be at first around the neighbors of school and then it's around the co-workers and then it's around Lindsay Lohan and then it's around Obama and God knows who else right there's no one safe from gossip if you're a gossiper but there's only one reason and that's because we're struggling if we're someone that loves to gossip it's because we're struggling with low self-esteem because the only way we start to feel a presence in the world that we have a presence that we have an identity is because we're willing to put someone else down to feel better about ourselves. Now, it's an illusion. It's a fantasy. It's short-lived. On the inside, we're feeling like crap. But on the outside, if we're talking to friends about this is the 15th time that Lindsay has done this, the 17th time Britney Spears has done that, blah, 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 then we feel good for a moment. We feel actually quite exceptional. Or if we talk about someone's son or daughter that's back in rehab again, doesn't even have to be a celebrity, right? It's an illusional lift, a fantasy lift. It doesn't stay. Now, in regards to should you go or should you stay, you know, I, I, well, you said already that you've brought it up to her. I would give her another shot. You know, I love boundaries and consequences, right? We talk about that all the time on the show. So set a boundary. Say, hey, listen, you know, I love you. I love being your friend. But this thing with gossip is getting in the way of our friendship. So I would love to stay your friend and do really great things. But if we're going to go into gossip, I'm going to have to leave the relationship. I would just be that honest. Because that's what really good friends are supposed to be, right? 100% honest with each other. 
So do it. Try it. And then if she still goes down that path, you'll have to pull the plug. You'll have to hold the consequence and follow through with it. Let us know how you're doing. I would love to know. 1-800-548-8255. Steve Olsher, USA Book News, Self-Help Book of the Year. He's an entrepreneur and more. The name of the book, Journey to You, a step-by-step guide to becoming who you were born to be. Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks, my man. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. So everyone has a purpose, a big one or a little one? Uh, well, considering that it's the one thing you were born to do, I'd say it's a huge one. <laughs> and, I call it your, and, I, and I call it your what. I mean, that is the question. What is your what? What is that one thing that you're compelled to do? And, and I know that there are others out there who talk about your why, and I get that. And the why is really the external. It's everything outside of yourself in terms of why you might do something, but your what is everything that is internal. It's your inherent blueprint. It's how you're naturally wired to excel. It couldn't be any bigger. Now, is the what, is the what, could that, Steve, be your, your natural God-given gifts and skills and talents? Oh, 100%. That's exactly what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. Your what is that which has chosen you. It is not that which you have chosen. And living within that distinction ultimately spells the difference between operating like a windsock where you're just always sort of blowing one way or the other based on other people's agendas, or really creating a life where you have deep anchors set into your soul, and that's what provides fulfillment, contentment, and happiness. Now, why do we submerge our what? Why, why, why do people, Steve, you know, just like years down the road, why, why do they still not, are they still not participating, actively participating in the purpose of their existence? Well, there's three, there's three main reasons why that happens. Number one most folks just don't ever grant themselves the time or the permission to really understand who they are and make a conscious choice to say there's got to be something more for me out there. There's got to be something that I have that I can share with this world. Number two, a lot of folks are just in flat-out denial about what their what is. Either they don't feel as though they have the knowledge or they don't have the time or they don't have the money or other people won't approve. They could spend years, decades, a lifetime denying both themselves and others the gift of who they inherently are. And number three, some folks just might have to go farther back in their lives to reconnect with what their what is, because I do believe that at some point in life we've all been connected to what our what is, but life happens. And so right. maybe you love to paint, and when you were young all your your paint was blue because blue was your favorite color and your mama's favorite color was white and maybe her carpet was white, and one day... The two met, and it wasn't like this Reese's peanut butter cup moment of chocolate meeting peanut butter, and everybody's happy when that blue paint. <laughs> when that blue paint hit that white carpet, you got yelled at, and you buried that to the nether regions, never to be heard from by anyone, including you, ever again. Right, right, right. And and one thing too, ladies and gentlemen, as you listen to this, I want to make this comment because I think Steve will agree, and actually, I'll ask Steve to go on and uh, pontificate upon this this thought a little bit, but. When we find our what, when we find our life purpose, our gifts, our talents, God-given, it's effortless when we're involved in it, and all blah, 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 it doesn't mean life will be easy, Steve, does it? Well, it never means it's going to be easy. I mean, you can't just walk around expecting to blow sunshine out of your ass all the time. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's not the reality of what life is. Life is going to have its peaks and its valleys, and those who think otherwise and those who act otherwise, I guarantee you, behind closed doors, there's some scary stuff going on. Right. Right. Hey, what do you think in, 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 in helping someone to find their what, on a scale of 1 to 10, 
where does positive thinking come into play in, in someone finding their what and acting on it and all that kind of stuff? Is it a nine? Is it a five? Is it a what? You know, I got to tell you, I'm not one of those folks that will sit here and really uh, play up positive thinking. I mean, because ultimately, you know, you either are going to go through life in a way that's fulfilling for you or you're not. And if you've got to continually prop yourself up to, to make yourself feel as though you're happy, then you're clearly not happy. So right. if you're not happy, then it's typically because you're not doing something that gets you fired up, that makes you want to jump out of bed. You know, the, the reality is that when you find what your what is, I mean, things that used to bother you will carry a lot less weight. There just won't be enough hours in the day to get done what you've got to get done. And literally, I mean, there'll just be, I mean, there'll be a fire in your soul that's burning to get out, and everybody in their, and, and their mother will know exactly what you stand for and how it is that you're going to affect this world. See, Steve, I'm so glad you said that. As a matter of fact, my boss here at XM Satellite Radio, Trevor Oliver, uh, sent me this email recently talking about the, the you know, uh, it was, it was a, uh, an article about people who can't stand positive thinking anymore. And I actually love the article because years and years ago, 30 plus years ago, I was a guy that used to, within all the work that I did, it was all about positive thinking. And then about 20 years ago, I said, you know what? This isn't working. <laughs> you know, like, 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 you know, I call it spiritual crack cocaine, Steve. It's, yep. it's, this, it's this thinking that can give us this instant lift. And I'm so glad to hear what you said. And I'm so glad our listeners, is, you know, they're hearing it from someone other than me. Because yep. it gives you that lift, but there's no, there's no foundation to it, is there, Steve? Well, no, I mean, because what you're talking about is pretty similar to what I call the high that, that, that really can be found in seminars, right? I mean, you've got these seminar junkies who just right. go to these seminars, and they, they're there, they're fired up, they love the environment, and they, they, they become addicted to those endorphins that you feel in that environment, and then they leave, and they don't know what the hell to do with themselves because they don't have that system in place, and everything there is temporary. It's, 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 you know, it's plastic surgery. It's a facade. So, I mean, right. the reality is that it's just simply a matter of all this positive thinking is a byproduct of feeling as though you're not worthy, that you're not good enough, that you have to really prop yourself up onto this pedestal because something out there has, has really brought you down, and you need that way of thinking in order to justify where you're at in your life. And frankly, that's like, I mean, it's, it's the antithesis of how we need to go about this. It's like treating the symptoms, you know, as opposed to treating the virus. Right, right on, right on. You know, it's kind of like that if you had to convince yourself every day you were left-handed. <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. like, what I hear you're saying is that when you're on path, you know you're on path, and there's going to be great days and crappy days, but you're on path. And you don't yeah. have to convince yourself you're on path, right, Steve? Well, that's exactly right. And, and more importantly, in my way of thinking, you don't need anybody else's approval. Because right. the, the, where most people get stuck is that they give too much a, a hoot about what the rest of the world thinks. And so it's like they really sit here and they try to just force a square peg into a round hole. And when you do that, the only thing you're going to get is pain. You are who you are. And as you said earlier in your, in your monologue when you open, it's like people are either going to come with you along for the ride or you're going to cut the rope because I mean, reality is you've got people out there, call them haters, call them whatever you want, who are going to continually try to drag you down. And, and at some point in your life, you've got to say, this ain't working for me. This relationship is doing nothing but putting me in negative territory, and you've got to move in a different direction. So, I mean, I, I like agree it. wholeheartedly with you on that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Steve, I'm going to ask you to hang. We're going to go to a quick break. We're talking to Steve Olsher. 
Uh, the name of his book is Journey to You, Self-Help Book of the Year by USA Book News. Journey to You, a step-by-step guide to becoming who you were born to be. We're going to find out more from Steve. If you don't know where you are, what your what is, what your purpose is, how the heck do you get it? And I'm also going to ask Steve some questions about his existence. We'll be back in just a moment. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio talk show, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, every Saturday, 1-800-548-8255. More information about our guests with their websites and everything else, go to talkdavid.com to find out more about that. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. If I could fall into the sky, do you think time would pass me by? America's Positive Radio Talk Show, David Essel Alive, celebrating 21 years on the air, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California, 1-800-548-8255, 1-800-548-8255-XM, Satellite Radio 168, streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. My guest right now, Steve Olsher, author of the book Journey to You, USA Book News, calls it the self-help book of the year. Steve, we've got a caller from Virginia. Morton, you're on with David Essel and Steve Olsher. Uh, yeah, gentlemen, there's an interesting, uh, you pose an interesting question when you talk about the who, because in, uh, in, in more substantive terms, if a person... Uh, we just lost, it looks like Morton's cell just went. Hey, we'll get Morton back, I'm sure. Steve, quick question to you. Yep. What in your life, what is the greatest challenge that you've had to overcome in going after your what? Your life purpose, the reason you're here? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a great question. And by the way, I, I, before, because I know I'm going to get into something, I'm going to forget this. Your, your audience can grab a free copy of Journey to You, by the way, at journeytoyou.com. So just in case we don't get Morton back, you can definitely grab a free copy there. Awesome. Uh, but, awesome. you know, the, the, the reality is that I had to make a, 180 degree shift about five years ago and I was on that commodity driven path where I was an entrepreneur for 20 plus years really doing everything that I could do to try to make you know a few bucks rub a couple of dimes together to get a quarter and I mean you name it from real estate to catalogs and dot com etc but uh, I've done so much but about five years ago I was with my stepfather was very much a father to me and he was on his deathbed unfortunately in his final days and I was holding his hand and I actually had a vision of, of my funeral, and he couldn't talk anymore, but he could communicate, I believe, through that point of physical touch. And I actually right. had a vision of my funeral, not his, and I could hear the words being spoken graveside, which were, here lies Steve Olsher, he dedicated his life to chasing the almighty dollar, and that's all that was said. And it was that moment in time where it was that fork in the road, or what I call a yay-no moment, where I could really continue down that path of consuming, you know, just pursuing those commodity-driven opportunities, or I could really tap into who I inherently am so that I could create the type of legacy that would enable me and empower me to not only affect those who share this lifetime with me, but also those of lifetimes to come. And that's when I really had to dig in to really understand who I am, what my inherent gifts are. And I realized that I have an intuitive gift and a special gift to help people nicheitize, which is identify their niche and then combine that with my entrepreneurial background and teach them how to monetize it. 
Okay, so so you go from chasing the dollar. You decide you're you're with your stepdad. He you get this vision, and it says this is all he was. He's a guy that chased the buck. Then what was your next step or series of steps to get into this world of helping people to find their niche and then helping those people in the niches to make money? Like, did you did you go to write right away? Did you go to coach right away? What'd you do? Yeah, you're dead on. Actually, the first thing that I did, and literally the next day, is I started putting pen to paper to share the stories, to share what worked well for me, to share the shortcuts, tools, strategies, et cetera, that had benefited me throughout my life. I had no idea what that was going to be, but I knew that I had to share what had worked for me throughout the years up until that point, and that became the book Journey to You. So, I mean, it's just amazing how that happens. Yeah. And and then now, you know, a lot of times, Steve, when people think about following their dreams, they think, yeah, you know, I could do that, but I would never make money. I could be the artist, but, you know, artists are starving. I could be the musician, but I would starve. I could fill in the blanks. I I could do all this stuff, but I want to do something and make a lot of money. What's your response to that? My response is that the two aren't mutually exclusive. There, I, I guarantee you there is not a single profession that you could come up with where I couldn't teach you how to monetize it, period, end of story. Because I wholeheartedly believe that you should be paid extraordinarily well for what it is that you do in a unique manner that is significantly different, better, or otherwise from the rest of the world. And so I don't care what it is that you think you possibly can't make money at. I guarantee you that through my experience, through the book Internet Profits, which is spelled P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S, which is my current book, there are, there are hundreds of ways to spread that message and monetize what it is that you're compelled to do. Yeah, and actually, Steve, you know, um, we're going to get you back on to talk about the Internet profits. Um, I, I don't know, a- April who uh, April O'Leary, who's the um, guest producer of the show, she'll be in contact, and we're going to book you as soon as the next opening is because I started looking through that, and that's a phenomenal book as well. So, so your message is one of hope and faith. Oh, absolutely not. It's, it has nothing to do with hope and faith. It has to do with hard work and execution. Because we're in, a, in this instant gratification society where people give up right out of the starting block. Like, give right. me a break, man. Who on earth gave you this entitlement syndrome? I mean, I want to slap half of the teenagers that I meet because they expect the world to be handed to them on a platter and garnished nicely and chopped up and fed to them. It's like, you know, <laughs> give me a break, man. You've got to work hard to get this stuff. No one owes you jack. And so all of these folks that, that talk about hope and faith and whatnot, forget about it. Keep praying, but all you're going to do is spend time in the pew. You need to be out there doing something. Steve Ulsher, hang in there, man. We're going to come back. There. Now, you can get a copy of this book for free, Journey to You. Go to journeytoyou.com. Get a copy of the book for free. For free. Find out about your gifts and talents, where they are. Are they hidden? Are they submerged? Once you find them, what you do. And when we come back to talk with Steve, I'm going to go down this path a little bit further. We're going to go down that path about positive thinking and, and, and believing that because you found it, that it should happen. And, you know, unfortunately, and I know Steve's going to agree with me on this when we come back, unfortunately, there's a lot of CDs, DVDs, workshops, and books in the market today that are talking about instant manifestation. And unless you're having a miracle happen and they don't happen very often, it ain't going to work. It never has. It never will. People, what Steve just said is true. You want a phenomenal body? Work your tail off. You want to make a million dollars? Give up vacations, at least for a while. <laughs> You're listening to David Essel Alive. Stay right there. Visit us at talkdavid.com. We'll return in a second. Go crazy. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. It's Friday and it's my day. Just to party. 
David Essel live every Saturday, America's Positive Radio Talk Show. 1-800-548-8255, 1-800-548-8255. My guest, Steve Olsher, author of uh, the book Journey to You. And by the way, you can get a copy of this for free, journeytoyou.com. Just go to journeytoyou.com, USA Book News, self-help book of the year. Steve, just before we were going to break, we were talking again about something that you and I agree 100,000% on about this, the concept of entitlement and people having to work hard. You know, it reminded me of um, we interviewed Harv Ecker quite a while ago, and he was talking about the, the, the thing is if, you know, anyone can be a millionaire, but are you willing to do the work necessary to become it? Isn't that true? True. And I think part of the reason why most folks don't get what it is that they feel as though they deserve and desire out of life is because they haven't yet honed in on really what it is that they can sink their teeth into. And so they kind of dance around between commodity-driven opportunities like I talked about uh, earlier in the program here. But I mean, think about it, right? It's the guy that, that says, hey, I can buy a toilet seat for a dollar. And I can turn around and sell that toilet seat for a dollar twenty-five, and before he knows it, you know he's the king of toilet seats, right? And if you would right. ask that man when he was a kid, you know, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I guarantee you that no matter what he says, those are not the ends in mind that that boy had, and you know, in the back of his head in terms of how he was going to make ends meet, right? Right. You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> so it's, yeah. a, so yeah. it's just a matter of chasing that opportunity, and that's what is always going to steer you in the wrong direction. Yeah. Hey, give us a couple points as as we as we end this conversation, and then we're going to get you back. Give us a couple key points that you think our listeners could really benefit from. Well, number one, you got to shift from being awake to being alive. I mean that that's really number one on the list, and you've got to make that conscious choice to say that where I am is not where I want to be, and in and of itself, just recognizing that where you are now is not doing it for you is step one, because once gotcha. you understand that you are in that conscious choice position to start pursuing other alternatives, other options, you're now taking that step on the path. And number two is, as you said earlier, you've got to run away as far as you can from anyone and everyone who tells you to do what you, you, know, you, you want to do and the money will follow, do what you love to do and the money will follow, because that is so much hooey. I can't even begin to tell you. You've got to enter into the transition. If you wake up tomorrow and decide that you want to be a neurosurgeon, that's a 16-year transition. So, I mean, don't think any of this stuff comes quick. Don't think any of this stuff comes easy, but stay on that path because the world is waiting for you. Yeah, and it's so worth it, Steve, isn't it? It's so worth it. And I got to tell you, it's not always about the money. You can be the, you know, the best second grade teacher in the world and affect 20 or 30 kids every year. You don't have to have a huge stage and affect millions. That's where people get, get really thrown off path because they think they need to do something huge in terms of the size of the audience. Not the size of the audience, it's the size of your what. I love it. Steve Olsher, the name of the book, Journey to You. And Journey to You is available to you, ladies and gentlemen, for free. Go to journeytoyou.com, USA Book News, self-help book of the year. Steve, we will look forward to having you back, and we'll get into that Internet profits about all those people that you write about and inspire our listeners even more so. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. Keep rocking, Dave. You got it, Steve. Have a great night. You too. 1-800-548-8255, 1-800-548-8255. Hey, listen, uh, text us right now. If you have a question on anything in the world that's going on in your life, text us 941-266-7676. Send us an email at talkdavid.com. Like us on Facebook, David Essel Live, LinkedIn, David Essel, Twitter, 
David Essel. <laughs> Come on, baby. Get involved with the David Essel train because we give out free information everywhere. On the show every Saturday, through the social media, it's constantly, constantly giving out information. And why is that? Because our only goal, and it has been like this for 30 years, our only goal is to help you get to where you want to get. That's I really love this guy, Steve Ulsher, because he and I think a lot alike. And you can have what you want. Doesn't mean you're not going to have to work your tail off. But you're unhappy right now with love, with your body, with your career, with anything. As a matter of fact, I'm going to read this coming up about sex right here. Whatever you're unhappy with, you can alter it. Help me out with this. We've been married 10 years, and I'm bored to death with our sex life. My husband is an amazing man, but has never been creative in bed. For a long time, it was okay, but now I want something more. We have sex two times per week, but that will end soon. Um, and it's the same 15 minutes every time. Uh, I know I'm, I'm fantasizing about different men only because I am so unfulfilled. I pleasure myself daily so I will not stray. It's hard. You and your listeners have had great advice for others in the past. I'm hoping you'll do the same for me. Uh, what should I do? What would you do if you're with a partner? And you're bored to death with your sex life. Have you ever been there? And what did you do to solve it? 1-800-548-8255. You know, one of the things that she wrote about that, of course, is a huge red flag is that she's starting to fantasize about other men. Huge, 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 huge. Help her. Call us. 1-800-548-8255. What would you do in this circumstance? If you were in bed, if you love this person and the person was amazing... But the sex was boring, and it's been like that for a while. What would you do? As I read later on, uh, she did mention that they tried therapy. He went once and hated it. What would you do in that circumstance? What's a creative way to help with this? Help her. Give advice. Do you just accept your partner as amazing everywhere but bed? Do you just go, wow, you know what, I've got a great person here, and and my drive is much different than theirs, and I'm just going to accept that? Do you go to this space of acceptance? What would you do? 1-800-548-8255. Would you do a boundary thing? Hey, listen, I know you went one time to the counselor, but it's going to take a lot more than that, and we need to do this to save the marriage. And I'm, do, you, I mean, do you be honest? Do you go, you know, I'm starting to fantasize about other people, and I don't want to leave you, and I don't want to stray, and I don't want to have an affair, but this is getting really intense. I need your help here. Do you, are you that honest? Would you be that honest with your partner? Do you think that that's healthy, being that honest? Have you ever been in that situation in the past where you said, hey, listen, I've got to be honest with you. This isn't working for me. We need to do something different because I'm actually craving another person. Do you think that would work? 1-800-548-8255. What a difficult circumstance to find ourselves in. So do you, are you honest with your partner and you're telling them that the sex life has never been good for a number of years? It's twice a week, 15 minutes, and it's just not doing it. And I got to be honest with you, I'm even fantasizing about other people. Or do you go, wow, this person is an amazing partner everywhere in life except for sexually, and I'll just have to take care of that part of my life myself? Or 
do you go into a boundary and say, hey, listen, honey, I know you went once, but we've got to go to count. What would you do if you were in this circumstance? Call us, 1-800-548-8255. Text us, 941-266-7676, or email us at talkdavid.com. After these messages, we'll come back. We're already getting some texts in on this topic, and I would love your call, one 800 Five four eight eight two five five. Let's help this woman out. Yes, I see your your emails coming in as well. Call us eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. It's always a good time when you're tuned into David Essel Alive every Saturday evening, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Let your friends know. Hey, I, I'm laughing because we are getting slammed with our text club listeners. There are so many people listening to us right now on their iPhones because they're a member of the text club, and we're getting constant text saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. So that rocks. We're glad you're so happy. Um, okay, here it is. One of our, our, our individuals that wrote in, and our toll-free number, 1-800-548-8255, if you want to get in on the talk. Uh, we're talking about the woman who wrote in, uh, been married 10 years, has an amazing husband, except for the fact that in bed they're not getting it together. She's bored. She's starting to fantasize about other men. She doesn't want to make that mistake, but she doesn't know what to do. Um, We have, okay, a bunch of responses. Uh, Been there 30 years ago. I wish I would have set a boundary and maybe left. Sex is too important to pretend it's not. Huge. Uh, And then another one. Sex is just part of a great relationship. Second in importance, uh, in my opinion, to communication. I think the bigger problem is communication. What do you think? 1-800-548-8255. So one one individual wrote to us saying that 30 years ago she wished she would have set a boundary with her husband. And if he didn't change, left the relationship. Sex is too important to pretend it's not. And then another person that wrote in saying sex is really secondary in a relationship and their problem is communication. What do you think? Would you stay? Would you go? Would you put a boundary? Would you put a mandatory boundary of going into therapy, counseling, coaching? 1-800-548-8255. Text us at 941-266-7676. Seven six or email us at talkdavid.com. Um, another one just came in. Wow, I'm there right now. I need help too. Okay, we'll help you. Uh, another one, this is from a guy. Get into counseling or separate. It's that important. You know what's so fascinating about this topic? To me, as someone who's been in this field, doing this work with couples for 20 plus years, is that oftentimes, and they've been together for 10 years, there's a growing apart in sexual need. Now, we do know physiologically that as women age, their sexual drive can increase. And we also know physiologically that as men age, especially if they're not taking care of themselves physically or if they're on certain medications, their sexual drive can decrease. So now you have this 
really incredible challenge that you didn't have 10 years ago. 1-800-548-8255. Let's go to uh, Morton in Virginia. You're on with David Essel. Hi, David. I can tell you, boy, you, uh, you run the gamut. You touch more hot buttons in the cycle of life than anybody else. It's amazing. I know it's... Uh, the key to it is, if, yes, if there, in response to this question, in my opinion, if there's pluses, uh, more pluses than minuses in a relationship, a man or woman, you know, either either party can work on something uh, and say, you know what, eventually this will come together. It doesn't have to be perfect right now, today. Um, there's opportunity, you know, and you, and you keep, uh, you know, I can learn to love this person. Uh, different things you can work on. If, if, if that uh, potential exists. If not, if you say, well, you know what, uh, you're going to get thrown out at first base no matter what you do, and you, you, you turn around and you can't you can't exist that way with a, in a right. uh, relationship, no. But yeah. if- hey, Morton, you know what, I, I agree with you, but, but one thing I do know in our work is that relationships don't heal by intention or by hope. You know, like, like there's actually got to, something different has to be done. If, if a couple is struggling sexually, they can't just hang in there and hope that the relationship heals. They have to do something pretty proactive. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, sexually, certainly. If it goes on sexually, that's a different, yeah, sure. If you're addressing that one particular issue, uh, yes. that's, yeah, that's definitely something that, in the case, you know, uh, there's, uh, for whatever reason today, people, uh, you know, years ago we didn't have that problem, but I guess today it is more common than ever for whatever reason. But you know, in the in the uh, in the overall picture, whenever there's a issue that someone is looking to change to improve or change in their life, if you address one particular thing uh, and you make a change, that could, uh, as you say, make a huge difference in the overall uh, in many things, in a multitude of things in a person's life, rather than. But if you if you are uh, if you are destined for something and you have a passion for something at an early age, real early, but way ahead of the curve, and you know it, and you don't pursue that and fulfill that, you never get it back. And I don't care where you can go through hell or high water, and you can't get that back. And no matter what success you may or may not have, you know deep down that you missed the greatest opportunity you might have you ever had in life that one in 10 million, 20, 50, 100 million people might have had. You had it. Well, now wait, and Morton, if you, Morton, and if you hold on. Okay. It, you never get it back. Then what? Okay, Morton, you know what, though? I, I want to disagree with you, and I'll tell you why. If, if someone has a desire as a young kid to be a writer, if they have a desire as a young kid to be, I mean, we even had a caller a number of years ago give us a ring, and at 50 years old was gonna was contemplating going back to med school because when they were 18, they had a chance, a free ride to college. They didn't take it, and this this was they wanted to go to med school then. And at 50 years old, they're going back right now. Which So I don't think necessarily that if you have a dream, a goal, that if you lost it in the past, that you're going to lose it for life. But, Morton, listen, I've got to jump to another call. I want to thank you so much for your call, and give us a ring another show. Great. Thank you, Dave. Okay, thank you. Let's go to Stan in Oklahoma. Stan, you're out with David Essel. Program. Uh, hey, I just think, yeah. Nice to have you with us. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm just talking about, uh, you know, your, your lady and, and her discontent with her sex life. And... The thing that just keeps uh, dawning on me or coming back to me 
is what they taught us in the military, and that's leadership by example. If you got a lousy sex life, you know, at least 50% of the problem is you. And, and you got to, you know, you know, be inspirational. Make it different. If he's boring, you're boring. Uh, there, there's no Ooh. way. Oh, yeah, I can hear that. I can hear that. So, so what you're saying is that it takes two to be boring? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and, it, you know, and if you're not getting the crop you want out of the garden, change what you're planting. Uh, <laughs> Stan, Stan, you know what? You know, all of our shows are on iTunes. Okay, so if yeah. anyone missed, if anyone misses Stan's key liners that he just shared on the show, go to iTunes. David Essel live on iTunes. I love what you're saying, man. <laughs> well, you know, and, and not only that, but it's a cultural thing. We've spent the last what thirty years uh, uh, trying to beat men down into their place in society. You know, and stop us from you know being the the John Wayne macho man, and and we're all the same. And you can't go to a movie anymore where the women aren't at least as bad as the men, if not worse. And and then we get a, bad, you know, in that big, bad in what way? Bad bad in what? Well, ways, I mean, Dan? you know, tough guy. You know, the the oh, hero okay, of the okay. movie, the the kick ass gunslinger. Uh, right. You know, is is you can't make a movie unless at yeah. least fifty percent of the butt kickers are women. Uh, and and so now we've it emasculated our men down to where they're just another one of the girls, and uh, and then when we get them in the bedroom, we whine because they're you know not you know the macho man that we expect. I spend a lot of time over in Thailand, and women in Thailand have absolutely no desire to to be men. And I guarantee you, you can't be a man in Thailand and not feel like a man. Stand, I, I mean, stand, we won't get into the details, but you know what I'm saying. Right, right, right. You know, I know a little bit about Thailand, Stan. Hey, listen, Stan, we've got to run, but I'll look forward to catching you on another show. Thank you, sir. Okay, thank you. Hey, here's a text from Rick in Michigan. Um, married uh, 22 years. Honesty is the only way out. Honesty is the only way out. I think that is so right on. If you're unhappy, you got to be willing to do something different. Nancy, New Mexico, you're on with David Essel. I just want to say, you know, she's whining and complaining about him, but it takes two. And, you know, if she's so bored, then she needs to liven it up some and make him yeah. want her. Interesting. You know what? I, I'm hearing that. We're getting text on that, Nancy, as well. What everyone is saying is that it takes two to tango, and if there's two people being bored, whoever's bored's got to be the one to pick up their game. Is that what you're saying? More or less, yeah. But it sounds like she just may just lay there and not do anything, and he's bored. <laughs> she needs to get a little live. I a love it. A little lively for him. I love it. Nancy, thank you, honey. All right. Bye-bye now. Let's go from uh, New Mexico. Fred, Pennsylvania, we've got about 45 seconds. You're on with David Essel. All right. Well, here's some real quick ones. If you want to improve, go get some pamphlets or books and weave them laying around so he picks up and read. Uh, Maybe go to the store together and find some kind of new toys or magazine or DVD uh, or just uh, have him uh, go in an elevator and have him molest him. You know, like do something exciting. You know, something that he wasn't expecting, and maybe his eyes will just lighten up, and he'll get frisky. Fred, I love that, Fred. Thank you, sir. You have a good one. Bye bye. You, you too. Bye bye. Really quick, Clyde, Texas. You've got twenty-five seconds, Clyde. 
Yeah, I believe it's about love. If you love the person that you're with, you will definitely take the time to focus on them and not on yourself. If you're focused on yourself, you may be frustrated and disappointed. But if you put your focus on the person, then you'll bring up something in them that you'll get some enjoyment out of. And that's why, you know, I believe she's done a problem with. Oh, Clyde, thank you for your call. I love your wisdom, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, I want to thank everyone who's called in, who tried to call in. You know what? Let's do this. And, and I'm going to agree with quite a few of the callers. Let's see what we can do different. Let's add some spice, you know, and, and offer the counseling. Go to a different counselor. Go to a weekend workshop. Get DVDs on creative ways to make love. Let's make a difference now. Everything you need in the world is at TalkDavid.com. I can't wait to meet with you next week. I'm David Essel. Have a great seven days.